0: hi it's heather here from prop source i hope you enjoy this week's episode of the prop source podcast where you'll hear just on the ground stories about our property journey we source property and we're building our own portfolio enjoy it Welcome to the Prop Source podcast. I'm Heather and I'm with Rob in the truck. Uh, Rob's doing all the technical stuff, mm-hmm. like holding the machine. And uh, we're heading for um, an interesting afternoon. So, as a sourcer, you often get heads up on properties. And I was on a um, valuation with an agent the other day, and he knew that our speciality is group deals and flats um, because that way we can add value um, we can deal with the refurb in one go and uh, it means that we can divide up the flats and the title deeds so that um, small scale investors so if you're looking at spending usually under I don't know 70,000 all in including your refurb, um, an apartment is often a really good option, especially in our area um, because we're in Herefordshire in and mid Wales and There aren't many terraced houses at uh, 50 grand and under here, but on the other hand the rentals are really good. The area is stunning stunningly beautiful and It's on the, on the up. So anyway, I was talking to this agent and he mentioned 12 flats that were ex housing association in Herefordshire. Now, (laughs) my little ears pricked because Herefordshire is a different kettle of fish to across the border. I'm not saying it's better, I'm not saying it's worse, but what I'm saying is that property prices are higher on the whole in Herefordshire. Hereford City itself. Um, is the only city in the last 30 years to be awarded a uh, university and that's being built currently. Um, it's got a new shopping centre and the main thing is it's industrial park is uh, has massive investment um, so it's really on the up. So to have the opportunity to look at 12 flats in Herefordshire, a block, is to say the least unusual and uh, certainly something that we were interested in the other thing about this property that I really like the sound of and we've not got there yet so we'll see is that their ex-housing association Uh, now usually this means the flats are a good size it also means that whatever the condition inside the flats usually things like fire alarms roof boundary are good Um, so i'm hoping that's the case but we'll see the second thing about these flats which we haven't dealt with before is an auction now we bought many properties under auction conditions but outside auction but this one we're looking at buying in the auction um, so I've got to say it's pretty exciting um, the auction is on Thursday So as the sourcer, I've already uh, paid my solicitor to uh, Look over the auction pack and I've already read the legal pack myself On all the properties that we source that are blocks of apartments we go as far as we can to limit risk For investors for ourselves for everyone concerned so we uh, sort out the legal pack but also um, if we do manage to get this property and there's no guarantees obviously we also do a full um, structural survey so that there's no worries Um, I mean there's still worry I don't know what I'm saying no worries of course there's a worry there's always worry with property there's a risk Um, but you know you limit the worry that's the thing so uh, we do that and uh, we also pay for the searches so with a block of flats you need a freeholder and then you need leaseholders for the leases so we use another company that we've set up specially to hold the freehold and then we can then issue best practice leases So 999 years, low ground rents and reasonable service charge. So that investors know from the very beginning what the situation is. Because the freeholder has to have the searches done, because the the overall title deed is in their name, we then pass those searches on to clients through the solicitor. Now, if you're thinking, oh, there could be a conflict of interest there, and rest assured that the two solicitors act on um, act for different parties. So, whilst those searches are passed across, the leaseholder has his own solicitor, which uh, deals with um, their interest and a freeholder where we've set up a special company for that um, has their own solicitor just to make sure everything is uh, clean and above board. But what it means for all concerned is that we can split the titles and by splitting the title it means we can lower the price of the individual um, flats and actually make them available. So to give you an idea we're on our way to this property in this particular town, a refurbished one-bedroom flat will be somewhere around seventy to ninety thousand pounds. When we buy these flats, we're hoping to get them for under thirty-five, so that there's enough budget allowable in there to do a reasonable refurbishment and really make a good. Uh, profit for investors so uh, I'm looking forward to it it's um, group viewing so we will be arriving early and the reason for that is that we want to suss out the competition so if there is uh, 20 people there uh, that have all registered to buy that have all pledged their deposits. Where We will be less excited than if we get there for the whole half an hour group viewing with the agent And there's not another soul there So come with me, dear listener, Rob's with me as well Come with me um, because we are just approaching the town and we'll see how it goes We're going to meet up with Luke um, who has got the most amazing visual brain He can't spell, but... He can look at properties and he just sees them 3D. So if there's anything needed to be done, somehow or other, I don't know how he does it, he can see it. So again, um, we're property sources and we're property investors. We want you to do really well from your property and we want us to do really well. So he'll be looking out for all the pitfalls. So are the meters split, is there gas? What about water and all that stuff? But also, can we add value? Is there extra space? What needs to be done? Is there parking? All that stuff. So we're just about to arrive. So um, yeah, come on, let's go in. Okay, so come in with me and you're in now, not so good, <clears throat> so there, <coughs> there's actually a stench that's making me feel actually sick, so um, that's the way it is sometimes, um, this is one of the worst flats in here, so I think we'll go outside Rob, because I can't stand it, <laughs> and, um, but we can talk about it, the advantages and the disadvantages out there. So the great great thing is that um, it's in a reasonable residential area, Um, there's space outside, there's space out the back, there is asbestos, which we'll need to think about, and you know, um, it's bound to be a challenge, because because, um, otherwise they wouldn't be on the market, would they? Otherwise they wouldn't be at auction, so we'll go in another one and try and see if there's one that doesn't quite smell as bad because whoever lived in there definitely had some urinal issues
1: Ooh. okay so i'm with
0: luke in the next one so we've just cho- chosen a couple at random so what what are you looking for luke in this one because i can now breathe so we can talk so structurally
1: really just to see it's structurally sound um looking at whether there's uh, gas center heating which there is um whether it's got a separate uh, electricity supply and a separate uh, gas um meter so that uh, we don't have to do any complicated splitting of electrical uh, and gas supplies later on down the road yeah um
0: they're pretty small they,
1: they are they're, they're small one bed flats aren't they yeah um but there seems to be in a quiet residential area yeah. it's not an unpleasant aspect at the back obviously there's a communal garden
0: which we'll have to deal
1: with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you if you look at it from a refer point of view, most of the ripping out's been done. It's not full. You know, we've been in properties where it is full halfway up with detritus, dirt and rubbish in the uh, in the rooms. These are cleared out. You've got. Yeah, Level you've got double glazing. glazing already in place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: it's you know it is a small one bedroom flat, but. So.
0: We're in the bathroom lot so we're downstairs, so bearing in mind the size... Oh, there's a massive spider there, isn't that? <laughs> and the loo's a bit iffy. Anyway, um, we would take out the bath and put in a shower. Nice double shower. Yeah. yeah, which would give the person more space to have, you know, some vanity unit or whatever, and it'd be more practical in this one-bed flat. As I said before, if this was a family... Um, flat then we'd look at a bath or the shower over the top but it's one bed it's very likely to be a couple or a single person so it'd be best to put a shower and, and folks
1: nowadays want a nice big double shower that's that's something they look at we, we found the other day didn't we we made a yeah. client at one of ours they said you know we'll have this as soon as you put a double shower in yeah
0: so our main worry here is as the agents told us is the asbestos which we can also see um, and also just thinking about the value because in in this area usually you would have a bigger apartment for um, people because space is not that limited here. So the kitchen actually is pretty functional. I mean, you know, everything you need really. I mean we'd refurbish it completely. It's got a lovely window looking over there. So I think all in all. Pretty positive. So we're just going around the back of the property to have a good look, I'm following Luke, um, <clears throat> the gardens are they're really nice, mature gardens and um, they're on a bank but I can imagine sitting out here having a really nice time actually. Oh Luke's fell over. Right just head up here, the agent's just shutting up the property he's yeah. not able to tell us much about it because it's an auction property so that's the way it is like so to get
1: a good look at the, at the roof though
0: yeah is. so what do you reckon? We had, a, well, we had a look
1: at the roof from the inside on one of the flats and it looked as dry as a bone looking yeah. at the outside it looks in good condition yeah the main issue is which is probably putting everyone off is the aspo- asbestos that sort of comes out onto the balconies underneath the roof space uh, and is corrugated under the floor of the um of the walkways
0: and also there maybe they've built up the columns at the front haven't they for a bit more support yeah, yeah. so that's a concern yeah. obviously we have a survey um in the middle of things but uh, yeah
1: let's have a look along here a bit further and see if there's anything else but as you say it's a lovely
0: Yeah, I mean the nice thing is the flats go from the front to the back, you know, so they're basically, they've got sun on either side, haven't they?
1: And everyone's got a small outside space, whether it be a balcony or a small terrace downstairs.
0: Yeah, I mean they're old fashioned, aren't they?
1: But they're square boxes. So, yeah. what, you, what if you put lovely fixtures and fittings in? Yeah. You know, nice modern double shower, open out that kitchen a bit. Yeah. You know, modern units.
0: There's a police sign on that door, Luke. Just down there. We'll go and have a look, shall we?
1: Oh, excellent.
0: Hmm. You... <laughs> oh, well, well, there right. he goes. <laughs> uh, it's very dangerous being a property saucer. Luke's hit his head in all sorts of salubrious places. Okay, so... Uh, PC wall. I would
1: think as, uh, this is possibly that it had been broken into at some point, do you think? Fifteenth of the eighth,
0: nineteen. Yeah. So do not drive this vehicle.
1: Ah this could have just been stuck on there. Ah
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, no alarm going off at the moment. So uh, But again if
1: you've got you know if you if you put a bit of something to split the two little terraces down here
0: so just looking through the windows of all the flats to make sure we haven't missed anything yeah so I think the bricks are holding up the building and the staunchens are for the balconies, and so they've been supported so there's nothing that raises any alarms with me because they've put in new rsj's to support the balcony and i think that's because they didn't want to touch the asbestos so yeah you could do different things here i think obviously our issue would be to do it within budget and keep the cost down they've got the bin store sorted Um, it looks like people moved out i'd say in about 2017 because we've seen the boiler was capped off then and there's double glazing and reasonable composite doors so it's not like years ago anyway we'll see it's not not fantastic but then it was never gonna be was it so what do you think luke
1: well they're in Kington, so they're not far from hereford we've got the new university in hereford if you you look at the view you know stunning countryside both back and front kington's a lovely small market town and each apartment has got its own private front door Um, they they are once you modernize them with lovely double showers nice new uh, bathrooms nice new sockets nice fresh coats of paint and lovely furnishings and carpets you know it'll be a lovely little apartment for someone to rent
0: okay so being devil's advocate bearing in mind that we're told all the time that there's a severe shortage of housing especially for people on lower incomes these are housing association why on earth would they be selling them i know you don't know this but it does seem odd i mean we've bought several housing association properties now haven't we
1: so yeah. the I mean the agent said the main reason he felt that they were selling them was because of the asbestos. Yeah. And the amount of work they would have to do as a housing association to remove it.
0: And also, I presume that they gave people notice. So once you're not renting them, you know it would be quite a upheaval to re re redo this. Rick so Ferguson. with a fresh yeah. What I'm trying to say is, with a fresh purchase. You're going to do it before you rent them out again aren't you
1: absolutely and the beauty of it is they are all empty at the moment so you can yeah get the builders in and go through the lot all at once
0: yeah
1: um and then you've got the economies of scale yeah
0: yeah okay well we'll see how it goes and uh, watch this space the auctions on thursday yeah just driving away and um, the really good news is that there was no one and I mean no one at the viewing so that gives us a reasonable indication that there's little interest in the the property strangely they seem to have increased the guide price so it was it started at three hundred for the whole thing it's now it went down to 300 and now it's at 330 mm-hmm. um, so as sources obviously there's um, we've got to divide the, the flats but also we've got to allow for um, splitting the title doing the survey uh, sorting the leaseholds and so on so our current thinking is that we probably won't bid in the auction Um, we'll probably uh, try and pick this up outside auction privately afterwards the reason for that is because it will give us a little more time to um, sort out a survey and make sure that we're minimizing the risks where we can um, for investors and for the freeholder, which will be our other company, should we get it. So, you know, sometimes you get excited about properties and you think, oh, yeah, you know, there's a bit of emotion in it. But when all's said and done, this is a numbers game. And unless those numbers work, we won't be getting that property. And so that's the way we roll. So we're just heading home now. So, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you're listening again in the future. The podcast is just about our journey as property sources and also trying to build our own property portfolio. We decided back in 2011-2012, having got e-commerce businesses, that if and when we got through those recessions, we would not all our eggs in one basket and if we actually made any money that we would uh, invest in some sort of property so uh, just a bit of background on us that's what we've been aiming to do since uh, 2015 and we made our first investments in 2017 and we've now built up a small property portfolio of seven flats and a couple of houses and two properties in Spain. So we'll continue to tickle on growing and uh, doing our best to minimize risk and maximize return. Bye for now. So just an update on the auction property that you came with me to uh, view in sound. Um, the, we sent the auction pack to the solicitor and I read through it as well and on the morning of the auction, that's today, uh, the solicitor sent through saying uh, there was a few issues. Uh, one was that uh, on the title deed it says one family has to live in it, uh, bearing in mind it's 12 flats, <laughs> it could be a bit spacious. Um, and also that you couldn't issue a leasehold for more than 21 years uh, which obviously is no good when our leasehold um, issues are always for uh, best practice which is 999 years. Um, We had to send a deposit in order to bid to the auction house and that meant we could uh, bid on the telephone so we'd already agreed not to bid but try and buy outside auction so that our solicitor would have time to negotiate with the vendor solicitor on um, the uh, issues that we found Um, because obviously if we don't um, negotiate on that we would need to exchange today and uh, that would mean that it would be much more difficult to get those issues um, addressed. And, of course, you're risking tens of thousands of pounds if you fail to complete. Uh, Anyway, um, uh, the man phoned, and I've been on the phone just now. Um, It was quite exciting, actually, watching um, online at the same time the bids come in. And uh, it went for £90,000 above the reserve. So um, it wasn't sold to us. It was sold to another telephone bidder. And in a way, it's good because uh, that would have been over our budget to actually get the returns that we need for clients. So, yeah, we've spent a bit of money with a solicitor, spent a bit of time looking, learnt lots. And, uh, yep, we'll have to wait another day to get the next deal. That's the way it goes sometimes. Bye for now. is this week's good book to read um (laughs) uh, pensions are boring aren't they really really boring but the thing is this book SAS pensions is really interesting for anyone that has experience with running your own business and uh, investing in property in particular um so it's by mark stokes and he wrote a book um that I'm reading at the moment which is about converting commercial premises into residential Um, but this one is about how he um, controlled his pension by setting up a SAS Um, and we've done it ourselves um, as a a business Um, which means you basically, well what we've done, is transfer your pensions that you've got into your own scheme Um, So that you can run that business. There there are lots of rules um, that you need to uh, adhere to. But essentially it means you can invest your pension in your commercial property. And lots of other things, by the way. Um, So yeah, this book's great. Um, I had to keep going back to it. So it's a real reference book um, to read. Um, You can get it on your Kindle and uh, you can get it as an audio book as well and it's called sas pensions creating extraordinary levels of compounding wealth and it's by mark stokes Um, great book oh so we've had a lovely day out and about with our podcast and recording for our investors we source property and we're building our own portfolio here at prop source uk If you want further info, just contact us at admin at propsourceuk.com and you can receive our weekly email newsletter.